Hey Hannah, we're gonna start this now. <laughs> no. And we're making a podcast. Yeah, because we know you like them. And I didn't know a better way to record audio and send it to you. And but you've inspired us because now Luke said we're gonna record all of them through podcasts and that way. If anybody joins later on, they can go back and yeah, listen. Yeah, we wanna re listen to what we talked about. Yeah. So if they listen to this one, um, so this is an unofficial podcast. Yeah, it's not in any way official. We're not advertising it in any way. It's just for our little Bible discussion study group. But we're gonna be in Genesis chapter two. Amy, where's your Bible? Right next to me. <laughs> just by dumb luck, it was. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> I can't do all of this on this podcast. I can't do it on another <laughs> one. Genesis chapter 2. I'm getting there. It's like the second chapter in the Bible. The pages don't turn very well. No. <laughs> Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the hosts of them. And on the seventh day God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. Should we cover the Sabbath now, or should we just leave Go it ahead. as Go ahead. I was is? thinking about it. Okay. So this is like the institution of the Sabbath rest. Which is Saturday. Which, yeah, historically, traditionally, in the Jewish culture, it would be Saturday. But... We now observe it in our day on Sunday because that was the day that Jesus was resurrected and so that began the new day thing. of worship, yeah. of gathering together. Yeah, And so that's why, I mean, Hannah, you know that I do no screen Sunday and I don't work on beautiful beginnings on Sunday. I try not to think about my other job on Sunday <laughs> and we just take it easy. We don't try to cram anything in if we work on a project we just do it casually we don't try to get anything done it's just a time for worship family friends rest hiking just being it's our one day a week to just be and that's god's purpose i mean that's one of god's purposes for us is to rest and that's really important. So you're getting a good rest right now. Uh, well, I hope you are. I know that it sucks, everything that you're going through, but um, we are praying for you. And oh, we got to start this right now. You, we talked about this. We need to start praying before and after. Oh yeah, so, whenever we do a Bible study. Yeah. So let's start it right, 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 right now. Right, right. Okay. Ready? I'm gonna pray before, and you're gonna pray after. Sucks to suck. <laughs> Oh dear, what was that? <laughs> Alright. Dear Lord, thank you for this day, for all that you do for us. Um, Lord, as we study your word, as we discuss it, as we learn more about you, I pray that you will help us to understand and give us the guidance that we need in this. Lord, we pray for Hannah as she is uh, recovering from her surgery. Just pray that you will continue to allow her to recover and give her comfort and peace and rest and help her to just depend fully on you during this time. And it's in your name I pray. 
Amen. 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 Let me do it like I do with Ida. Amen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days... You know, I keep thinking about that with amateur parenting. One of these days, Ina is going to be on the podcast. Yeah. Like, if we keep doing that, she's going to be there saying something really cute and sweet. Like, me. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's something really cute and sweet. <laughs> All right. Oh, dear. These are the generations <laughs> of the heavens and the earth. We're reading again. I'm not just Verse saying this. Verse four, if you're reading along. These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created. And the day that the Lord God made the heavens and the earth, or the earth and the heavens, reversed it on me. When no bush of the field was yet in the land, and no small plant of the field had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the land, and there was no man to work the ground. And a mist was going up from the land, and was watering the whole face of the ground. Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath the breath of life, and the man became a living creature. So, no rain is falling on the earth at this time. And there's something wacky going on in the atmosphere. Um, the w ground is being watered by a mist. It's probably like a rainforest dew. effect. It's just all over the whole earth. Yeah. <clears throat> a spring. Humid something. dew. Yeah. But basically, no water is falling from the sky. It's not raining. All the water is coming from the earth itself, which is interesting. But anyway, um, God forms man from dust out of the ground, and it says he breathed life into him. So this, the word breathe, or the word breath in the Hebrew means spirit. Uh, so when God breathed life into man, that is when man became spirit as well as flesh and soul. So I won't get into all of that yet, but there is a, I guess it's a theory. I don't know. It's not something that I would base my entire salvation on or anything, but there's this explanation of man that basically says that we are flesh, we are soul, and we are spirit. So the flesh is our body, the soul would be our mind, and the spirit would be that undefined part of us that yearns for God, basically. Hmm. Um, and that's the part that lives on through eternity, either in heaven or in hell. And eventually, those of us in heaven will receive resurrected bodies, so we will also be spirit and flesh again. But it doesn't really say much about the soul, then. I never realized or thought that there were three parts. Yeah. I kind of thought your spirit who, and soul were the same thing. I can't remember who came up with that. It was some theologian. Then it's, it's biblical. I mean, the Bible talks a lot about your mind. It talks about your spirit and it talks about the flesh. So it's spirit. I mean, it's biblical, but it's again, it's not something I would base my entire worldview or hmm. ethics or mm -hmm. my, especially not my salvation on. It's just a an interesting way to view us, and it is biblical, so take it or leave it. <laughs> um, or it it lines up with the Bible. I wouldn't say it's gospel truth, but anyway. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the garden the Lord God made to spring up every tree... 
<laughs> good podcasting. It is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So the tree of life was the tree that prolonged life. Um, eating of the tree allowed them to continue to live. And potentially they could live for eternity by eating of this tree. Now this tree will be in heaven. It's mentioned in the very end of the book um, that this tree will be in heaven and that we will again have eternal life. Whereas Adam and Eve had access to it, they did not yet have it. We will have it and we will have continual access to it. If that makes sense at all. Does that make sense at all? Sort of. Okay. What's confusing about it? I guess just, I'm, I've never thought about it this way, but why was there a tree? Why was there a tree? Why is there a need for that tree hmm. to even have know. that option? Like, I just, I don't know. I never thought about this, but. Well, God created us to eat. I I'm figured. In but, that. <laughs> if, if the tree had never been there or they had never eaten it, I suppose they would have still had to die. Yeah, I believe so. Like we do. A lot of people believe that they were eternal then, but I don't believe that they were. They were not created eternal. We know that we are not created eternally. We are created finitely with a limit on our life. But they had access Physically. to this tree. Yeah. We're all created eternally. Yeah, spiritually, yes. Yeah, yeah. But physically, our bodies were created to die. Hmm. Um, but this tree could prolong, would prolong life, and potentially up to eternity. Um, but then there was also this tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which we will get into a little bit more a little bit later. A river flowed out of Eden to water the garden, and there it divided and became four rivers. The name of the first is the Pishon. It is the one that flowed around the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. I am not going to pretend like I know how to pronounce this word. Bdellium and onyx stone are there. The name of the second river is the Gihon. It is the one that flowed around the whole land of Cush. Cush would be modern day Ethiopia, I think. I hmm. think that's how that lines up. And the name of the third river is the Tigris, which flows east of Assyria. And the fourth river is the Euphrates. And the Tigris and the Euphrates still exist. Exist. And are called that. And yeah. the area in between was called ancient Mesopotamia. So somewhere in ancient Mesopotamia was where the Garden of Eden was. But we don't know about these other two rivers. Either they don't exist or they're called something different or... Well, and if you think that one was in Ethiopia, that's far away. Well, it ran down to Ethiopia. Oh, okay. Well, it says around the whole land. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, it does say around the whole land, so I don't know. Plus, then the flood happened in the yeah. continent. Yeah, it just messed everything up then. I still feel like it's somewhere around Israel. Like, mm. well, That's yeah. the Fertile Crescent. Yeah, the Euphrates is mentioned all throughout the Bible. Mm -hmm. um, the Euphrates and the Nile are probably the two most mentioned rivers in the mm -hmm. Bible. 
for various reasons, but I don't know if there's any symbolism. I know there is to the Nile, but I don't know about the Euphrates. Um, the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. So that's like the first flat-out explanation of our purpose here on Earth, to work and keep the Earth. Earth, yeah, the <laughs> ground that God put us on. To um, be stewards of it. To be stewards. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die. So, yeah. <laughs> what? You wanted to know why there was a tree of life. Why in the heck would there be a tree of knowledge of good and evil if he can't eat from it? Like, why would God even create that thing? I guess just to see if they would obey. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think that even from, well, I know from even from the beginning, God had the gospel planned out. Like, mm. Jesus was going to come to earth to die. Sin was going to yeah. enter the world. And so, while God did not create sin, he did create the path to sin, which would be the path to redemption. Because what is love if there is no, like, our relationship? If it was just all hunky-dory all the time, that would be a pretty shallow love that we had. But because we do have disagreements and we do... Love each other through the hard times. Yeah, we have hard times financially, emotionally, even spiritually. We now experience true love. We know what it is to love each other more completely and fully. So, I do not think that God created evil. I think that God created the opportunity for evil, and we chose it. But he knew that we would. And he did that so that we would know how to fully love him. Mm. Because we can't really love something unless we fight against it sometimes does that make well, sense there, hang on. I, there's better okay um, gosh, I've said this to myself before I guess you can't you, like you can't know God without God that makes sense yeah you can't know God without the absence of God yeah yeah because you have to know what it's like without God, which is the hardships, which is sin. I mean, not, like the the consequences of sin yeah. in order to hardships. appreciate and even see how powerful God is and that he and, and then his love and then his redemption of us and mm -hmm. the grace that he shows us and all that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not to God. It wasn't enough to just create perfection. He also needed to create an environment where we would know love mm. and where we would know him. And while it's one thing to know somebody in the good times, it's another thing completely to know them and love them in the hard times. When they're crabby. When they're crabby. When they wake up from a nap and it didn't go well. Yeah. I hate when God wakes up from naps. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, and then he says, you shall surely die. Now, this has a couple of meanings, or it could have a couple of meanings. I'm kind of, 
I'm not trying to add anything to the Bible. Read it for yourself. <laughs> know what it says and everything. That's disgusting. <laughs> um, but number one, because God knew that by them eating from this, he would then separate them from the tree of life. Therefore, they would eventually physically die because they would no longer have access to the tree of life. Another thing is they would spiritually die because they would no longer have access to him, or at least not as readily. He would no longer walk with them, which we see a little bit later. So it's not referring to a physical death. Not immediate, no. Yeah. But it does refer to the fact that they will eventually experience a physical death because they're cut off from the tree of life. So they're cut off from the tree of life. They're cut off from God. And then there's also the death of the soul, we mentioned the three by parts cut off of by God, they mean the com- like he walked with them in the garden. Yes. So and he would not be that really close. We haven't really got to that yet, but okay. But that, uh, that's what. It, yeah, that's what it's talking about. Um, it's not the like relationship. He doesn't is tarnished. talk to us anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the death of the soul, which was the third part of man, the death of our conscience. Um, we now know evil, and we now know what it is to not follow God to be without God and our conscience is marred because your conscience can you should follow your conscience but you should know when your conscience is messed up there's some people with some messed up consciences all of us have some degree of it because of sin so that's another consequence of this sin was the death of our conscience the deterioration of it does that make sense? yeah okay Am I getting too theological? I don't know. Too deep? I mean, it is deep stuff. It is deep. The creation, this is why the creation is one of my favorite topics of the Bible, because it's just so full of stuff. Okay, would you like to read the next little part? Um, Verse 18. Where did you end? Okay. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Um, uh, what's this word? The help me. No. Um, oh, I don't remember the Hebrew word. I've, I've read that our English translations can't really give that a good enough definition. Just the helper. Um, it, the Greek is, is Ezer. There's a Hebrew. Or, I don't know. I don't know. Ezer, Ezer can, can something. Ezer can I? Um, no, it's two words. Anyways, don't don't stop it. <laughs> um, but it's like it's a very deep. It's not just a helper, an assistant. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's why it's when two when a man and a woman get married and they become one. Like. They hold each other up. They sustain each other, mm-hmm. and that says that they're. I might have oh, to charge sustainer. my phone. It might be sustainer. I'm going to move this into the kitchen so I can right, charge my phone. All right, we got to move the phone. I'm at 6% battery. I don't want this to die. All right, here we go. We're moving into the kitchen. I wish we could just do this with our regular podcast. This would take so much stress out of it. Anyway, um, I was just emphasizing that... Oh, I was coming. Oh, sorry. It's easier for me to just come here. There's um, flour all over this place. Because that was something else that I had read 
um, and a really, really good book that I actually should suggest to you. Captivating? Yeah. You should, yeah, you should give it to her. Um, let her borrow it. Yeah. Anyways, so it's not just a measly little helper. Um, back. Okay. But where was I? Okay, so. The helper. <laughs> I will make him a helper fit for him. Um, now out of the ground, the Lord God had formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called every, called every living creature, that was its name. We don't know what he called them, which is fascinating to me. Because well, did you say he probably named a zebra? The black stripy horse thingy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm assuming it was more poetic than that, but we just have no idea because the words that we have are mostly Latin or... Well, and we have no idea what the first language was. Right, yeah. We don't know what he spoke in the garden. Anyway, go ahead. Um, okay. The man called every living creature. That was its name. The man gave... I need to follow this. The man gave names to all livestock and to the birds of the heavens, to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper fit for him. Oh, wait. Adam literally just means... First man. I think it just means man. Oh, okay. Um, which is a derivation of the word earth, I think. Hmm. I think man and earth are very closely hmm. related in the Hebrew text, which is interesting to me. Go ahead. Ad names are very important in the Bible. I think we discussed that in one of the other ones, but yeah, go ahead. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Let me finish. Okay. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Nudies. Um, so one thing that I don't think I really recognized before, it says that God got... Man was created out of the earth. Like man, males were mm -hmm. created out of the earth. And all the animals were also created out of the earth. The only thing that sets us apart from them was that God breathed into us, man. But we were created from the same stuff. So there's a connection there. Mm -hmm. um, which is why we all share DNA. <laughs> 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 um because we are all created from the same base material, Earth. Um, but woman is a... Step uh, away from that. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, so you don't have the same... I'm sorry, but you don't have the same relationship with Earth that I do. It's just not the same, baby. Just kidding, because now I'm... Who's I'm, planting the garden? <laughs> I'm born of woman now, so it's <laughs> cyclical. Is that the word? Cyclical, or it's a cycle. Cyclical. Sure. Circular. 
Circlicker. <laughs> it's circlicker. <laughs> uh, Circular? That one too. But anyway, so God created woman out of man. And now man is created out of woman. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's a cycle. Circlicker. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? I don't know. Um, Talk about the one flesh. You do that. We're one flesh? We're one flesh. Um, I don't know, I guess to expound on that. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Hold on. Just hold fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that you don't do the word studies that I do. I and so I like to bring things out. This hold fast, it means to cleave or to like hang on to for dear life it's like a, a man who is lost at sea and all he has is this door talking to you rose from titanic um so you cleave to that you hold on to it for dear life and that's what man it's precious it is yeah it's precious you're precious <laughs> um man cleaves to his wife he holds her like it's his last hope in life because sometimes it is <laughs> uh, this is the way it's meant to be yes this is what god created man and woman to be like together and uh so my water they shall there. become one flesh i mean yeah, there's a sink. i don't you've heard traditional vows which a lot of them stem from a christian a lot of them have this passage in them yeah even christian... secular ones Origin, yeah, um, because of marriage is a commitment or a Bible word covenant, which is a very big um, commitment. It's a it's a legal mm. matter. Um, Tell about binding. Ours. Tell about ours. Our binding. With the the rope. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. If we have so, visuals. um, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm sorry. Um. Okay. just talk about the love stuff. <laughs> so a man and a woman come together and they shall be one flesh. Um, marriage is a symbol, a binding symbol, a, a public display of that commitment to each other. Um, in our wedding ceremony, we chose to do, um, it's actually a Celtic tradition, which is why I liked it. But um, we took a cord it's like a little braided cord. It's actually, I think, upholstery yeah, <laughs> cord. It's something from resource, I think. <laughs> but um, we had our hands, we held our hands together, and then the guy who married us um, tied this rope around us, our hands, binding us together. It's another visual symbol for everyone and ourselves mm -hmm. that um, we're stuck together. <laughs> yeah. We chose to commit our lives together, to be married to each other. Therefore... We're not being separated, and later on, somewhere in the Bible, it says, "What God, what God puts together, let no man tear asunder. Tear apart." I um, can't remember where that is. I thought it was right here, but maybe it's not. And uh, I mean, rings, wedding rings, are another symbol of that. That's why we mm -hmm. just, anyways. Um, but on a more day to day, um basis 
um, we don't do, we're one unit. unit. Um, that I don't just make my own choices on things. Like, I consult Luke because it affects him too, and vice versa. And it's um, not even just like decision making, it's also like our spiritual walks and mm-hmm. even what I'm thinking will affect you. Even what I'm desiring will affect you and it will affect us and our unit and now Ina has, has been brought into this unit as another layer of our love, but it affects her too. And so it goes deeper than just like, well, I can't spend $300 today because we're married. It's like we are so closely knit together through this covenant that there's nothing that I can do, say, or think. Those are the three. I'm sorry, I'm all about threes today. (laughs) Those are the three, um, I don't even know how to describe it, things that we can do. We can either do something, we can say something, or we can think something. Mm -hmm. Everything falls under one of those categories. So anything that I do say or think will affect you and affect us as a unit, including Ina. And that's what that, um, they will become one flesh. So God no longer, I don't know, that might be a little too speculative. Later on, and the New Testament, when you see a man become a Christian, when he gets saved, when he gives his life to Christ, his household follows. It's always that case in the New Testament. When a man is saved, his household is saved. Not because he was saved and then like it trickles down to them, but because of that unity, because they are so in sync together that when he surrenders his life to Christ... The family being a part of him. Shares that with his family and they agree that this is the way it is. Yeah, it's that unity because we are so, not even like-minded, but so one-minded that whatever you decide, even if it's a small thing, it does affect me. Or even if it's a large thing, like... Saving your soul from eternal damnation. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. Do you have anything else to add about that? Um, Nothing comes to mind. I'm sure there's more. Okay. Um, The two shall become one flesh. Another key in this, this is one that I, it's like a a typical pastor joke when he's doing the um, wedding almost set a funeral when he's doing a wedding it says therefore man shall leave his father and his mother so that means men don't go back home to live with mom and daddy after they're married um or in your case just kick your parents out yeah i just kicked my parents out like i'm sorry guys but i have to leave you so leave (laughs) (laughs) just kidding they left way before i was married um well yeah i mean that is important because by virtue like I was talking about with Ina, before Amy and I were married, I was a part of that unit, a part of the covenant between my mother and my father. And then when I became married, I leave that covenant to create my own covenant with you. So it's I'm no also, longer... um, 
referring to pursuing a woman. Yeah. Like, you're to go after her. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true, too. <laughs> and you can't go after her if you got mom and daddy hanging on to you. But anyway, um, lastly, I say we jo not join, but start a nudist colony. I mean, um, the man and his wife yeah, are both naked and it, we're not it, ashamed. But it later says, you know, when they sin. But they were ashamed. So all you got to do is just not be ashamed. It's totally okay. I'm not ashamed. Not around here, you're not. I'm going to take my shirt off right now. Oh right in the middle of Bible study. Oh <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Hannah, we're not starting a nudist colony. Don't we, worry. We live right on the side of the road, and too many people would be scarred. My parents come up here uninvited, and it would just be awful. The Amazon truck that goes by every day. Well, yeah. yeah. FedEx. It'd be like... Yes. <laughs> there, people would wonder why their packages never got delivered. Well, it's because the guys keep running off the road when they see me outside naked. Oh, in the garden. Watering the pigs. <laughs> Watering the pigs, buck naked. <laughs> Amy made me promise I wouldn't talk about sex tonight, but this is an important one to talk about sex. <laughs> so, oh, dear. I just think it's like the most beautiful thing that God ever created. Oh, and, oh, oh. Speaking of which, though, the one flesh skipping a little. Ahead. Oh, oh the to know. Oh, can we yeah. Want, can we cover that? Oh, we'll go ahead. Okay, because I have something. To, I, yeah. Am I starting it? I, yeah. This is my word study. So. Okay. Okay. So, in the Bible, if you have We're the, not quite there yet. Oh. Not yet. I think it's the next couple chapters. But anyway. Um. If you have the King James especially, I really don't know if it says it in the... Okay, so ESV, I don't know if you know anything about the King James Bible. It was written in 1619. Around here, all these Baptist people mostly. All these Baptists. <laughs> all the independent Baptists. Not all these Baptists. They like to think that the King James is an old, the only version you can read. But if you read it, it's like reading Shakespeare. Yes. And it's not very understandable. It's not. It's There's not nothing a, wrong no. with the King James. It's not not the Bible. It's not It's another wrong. version. It's a different version. Yes. For a, translated for a English long time ago. Yeah, 1619 was the original, which that's not what they use now. I think the revised was like 17 something, mm -hmm. but that was the original was 1619. So, there's a time and a place to use it because there are certain things in that version that clarify verses better than others. So one of those things, is it okay if I jump yeah, in now? Yeah, yeah. Um, one of those things is when the Bible talks about sex, especially yeah, between a man and his wife, um, any other case it's either talk, it's either called like straight up whoredom, <laughs> adultery, um, rape there's a lot of rape in the bible well not a lot but more than you would expect in the bible <laughs> uh, so anything outside of the Marital. marriage yeah the marriage union um is pretty much called immorality and anything within the marriage union though it's called knowing so adam knew his wife eve 
um, which she doesn't even have a name yet, but that's a couple chapters from now. But anyway, it's really important because the same word is used <clears throat> when God describes that he knows us. So the intimacy that sex brings in a marriage is the same intimacy that we have with God that he knows us. I don't know anybody as well as I know Amy because we are intimate together. We know each other. We know, for lack of better words, we know what turns each other on and what turns each other off, both sexually and physically and emotionally and all of those ways. We know each other because we are intimate with each other. And, you know, you know about our lives now, <laughs> a little deeper than most people. Um, but just to say, we're not proud of our past relationships and, um... Sorry, that's me getting water. <laughs> um, I will say, having the experience of having sex before marriage, and then now being married, like, it is, it is completely different. It is. If it's healthy, if the marriage is healthy, and we're sex is healthy following too. after, yeah, just the way that marriage is supposed to be, mm -hmm. um, it is not like any other sex. It's not like, even that, it's physical, it's definitely physical, but there's a spiritual element to it, like yeah. you can feel that. There's just something so much deeper than sex, and that's that intimacy. And it's kind of hard to explain, but no. that's what it just helps sorry. us understand that sex was meant for marriage. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the devastating things, at least for me personally, and I believe biblically, biblically, one of the most devastating things about sex outside of marriage is that you are becoming intimate. You're knowing this person. But it's not. But it's not a covenant. There's no yeah. covenant. There's no commitment. And so you're giving yourself to them, and they're giving themselves to you, too. And But there's nothing to really bind you together. So basically, you're trying... I'm trying to think of a good analogy for this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like if I go out and... I want to have a donkey. We want to own a donkey, <laughs> not have a donkey. Not that way. <laughs> oh dear. Where's this going? We want to own a donkey. And if I go out and I try to make a donkey out of a cat, out of a dog, <laughs> it's just not going to work. It's not going to be a donkey. It's not going to be what I'm really searching for. Until I find a donkey. Amy is my donkey. <laughs> Sorry, I had no idea where that was going to end up. But If anyone ever finds this podcast <laughs> and like tries to make sense of these analogies and everything. Oh dear. Uh, I'm not good at analogies. I'll go ahead and admit it. I depend on other people for that. I have to draw from them. But it's like trying to make something that isn't. No, wait, wait. We have an analogy. We use this for each oh other all the time. Oh my gosh, chocolate cake. Yes! Alright, go back. 
All Forget right. the donkey. No donkey. Amy's not an ass. <laughs> I am. <laughs> so, chocolate cake. When Amy and I were dating, I guess, or yeah. were we engaged? We were dating. just dating. I was trying to explain how I felt about her. And me, Amy hates when I use the F word, but me being the fat kid that I am, <laughs> I love chocolate cake. And it's like my favorite cake, at least the batter, chocolate cake. Like you can't just beat chocolate cake. Anyway. And chocolate cake, chocolate frosting. Yes. Let's clarify that. Yeah, that's like, whew. It's not always what you want, but when you want it, nothing else comes to it. So, Amy, I was trying to explain to her, it's like, I've always had this craving for chocolate cake with chocolate icing and maybe even some chocolate chips and just chocolate everywhere. And I just wanted that chocolate cake. But everything else that I had was like spice cake fruit or cake. Fruit, fruit cake. cake. Fruit cake is the worst. It's sweet. It's cake. It's not cake. That was part of the analogy. You're ruining it. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not okay. cake. Okay. <laughs> it's not the real thing. So you can pursue these things and you can try to satiate, satiate. You can try to satisfy <laughs> that desire that you have. But until you find the real thing, it's not going to be satisfied. So I can go around eating cake all day long. But fruit I'm just, cake. Fruit cake. Was it just fruit cake? I thought it was the different varieties of cake. It, well, it was just fruit cake, wasn't it? It was just fruit cake. I can go around eating fruit cake all day long, but I'm going to get sick probably after one bite. <laughs> and if I keep eating it, I'm going to get sicker and sicker, and I'm going to get fatter and fatter, and I'm never going to find satisfaction in it. But when you have exactly what you're looking for, not just what you're looking for, but what you were created for, I was created for chocolate cake. <laughs> also, you cannot just eat chocolate cake all the time. You no, will get fat I'm from get, it. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Just that one bite is enough to satisfy okay. you. Okay. And so you savor. It's not like you just wolf down this chocolate cake to try to satisfy this hunger. The first bite you take satisfies it. And then everything after that is just a blessing and a... Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, <dear>. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I really hope nobody finds this podcast. <laughs> Hannah, I, we trust you. <laughs> we, we've opened up a lot to you. <laughs> if anybody is listening to this, we do not run Beautiful Beginnings, nor do we run Amateur Parenting <laughs> Podcast. We have no affiliation with High Point Baptist Church. <laughs> <laughs> and this dear. is Amy and Luke. Our last name is Septagalagos and we are from Norwegia. It's a made-up place. It's actually German for Norway. Oh. It's from another podcast, but anyway. Oh, dear. Sex. <laughs> Bible. <laughs> the Bible. The Bible says a lot about sex, and yeah, this passage brought that out. The one becoming one flesh. The so, last verse. This, yeah, this is what we're really going to talk about because this is what I love to talk about. Um, that one flesh, I mean, it's just so important that if you, if you try to imitate marriage outside of marriage, which sex 
anywhere is imitating marriage. Sex is made for marriage. Marriage was made for sex, too. And that we'll get into in the New Testament, I think, where it really talks about Mm -hmm. that. Um, But if you try to imitate marriage outside of marriage, you're going to be left empty. And so just don't. (laughs) And that's a lot easier said than done. Mm -hmm. Believe me, I'm speaking from experience. And you're going to think... But now, being on the other side of that, we just, we wish we hadn't, and it's, we know how hard it is to not, and Mm. all the desires, and, and just, all of it, everything, we Mm. experienced it, um, but being on the other side of that, this all just makes so much more sense to us. (laughs) It's like, why couldn't God just, like, reveal this in the very beginning, like, like, can't he just let me see the future and let me see you and all this stuff? But that's not how it works. And we have, often have to learn from our mistakes. We learn the hard way. Or learn from other people's mistakes. That's mm-hmm. the best way to learn because you don't have time to make them all yourself. But, but yeah. We've also, this has been like a big epiphany for us lately. Just the whole uh, knowing each other thing yeah. you just recently. Yeah, on another podcast who I'm hoping to get on our other podcast oh, soon. The parenting one. Yeah, they emailed me back. Said they're going to pray about it. it. Makes me so happy. I hope they don't find this. <laughs> They'll never come on our podcast. Can you like have a like you have to know a password in order to get the podcast access to the podcast? I have no idea. Well, all I'm going to do is send it to Hannah, send the link, and okay. we're not going to advertise it or anything. So hopefully, it just gets lost in the thousands Name and this thousands. Something really crazy, so no one can ever search it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did name it Bible discussion. Oh dear. It's pretty. Oh dear. <laughs> this it's is the first pop up. <laughs> it's like John MacArthur and then Bible discussion with the Moors. <laughs> Oh, anyway. goodness. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> Next week, hopefully you'll be back with us, Anna. Well, well I mean, two weeks is the minimum for. Yeah, we will give you any better. We will give you grace. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I get excited about. We friends. look forward to being <laughs> with you again. Yeah, we but do. Please get better first. Yeah, we don't want to rush anything or drive you off because you just so feel so awful um but next week regardless whether it's through this podcast or in person for you hannah hopefully nobody else will be here in person i'm not ready for that i actually thought about inviting somebody this week but i'm like nah i don't want to do it amy would have to wear pants i'd have to wear a shirt be awful um but yeah We hope you'll be with us. But if not, we completely understand. And we're still praying for you. And we love you. And But next week we're going to be in... Going back to the New Testament. Going back to the New Testament. John chapter 1, I think, is where I'm going to go next. So we're not going in chronological order at all. Yes, we are. Oh. Okay. Because what's after Matthew chapter 1 is... Chronological. Chronological time. Not based Time. on the chapters, no, necessarily. No, so we're probably going to go through... I know Matthew... I think it's Matthew, Luke, and John. We'll go through the first. Huh? I'm going through the... The Gospels. No. Oh. Trying to. Yeah. And I just... It gets wacky at some points, because Matthew writes... Um, 
different. Yeah. He, he writes just, in topics rather it's than like key points and yeah. skips over a bunch. Yeah. He kind of writes like chunks of things. Mm-hmm. So at one point we'll have to go like almost to the end of Matthew, but it's still chronologically at the very beginning. Gotcha. Of Jesus' ministry. So Matthew just writes wonky because he's a tax collector. He's an accountant. He doesn't know how to write. <laughs> <laughs> but. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Uh, Any questions? <laughs> yeah. Email us your questions. Like us, son. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> don't publicize this ever. That's a good review. No, don't. Just let it get lost in all the thousands of podcasts. Only you will find this because you will have the link. And if at some point we have thousands and thousands of listeners, I want you guys to know that by the time you're listening to this, Amy and I are probably dead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking like thousands of listeners. That would have to be 60 years from now, 80 years from now, if podcasts are still around, if America is still around. America is not going to be around that long. Who am I kidding? I'm going to make this prediction right here and now on this podcast. I love this. I can say whatever I want on this one. (laughs) I'm going to make this prediction on this podcast for all the world to hear 80 years from now. And if I'm right, I'm so sorry, guys, because, well, y'all probably don't exist either. (laughs) Should have (laughs) known. Now, my prediction is that America is going to completely implode upon itself like a dying star within the next 10 years. Whoa. Bum, bum, bum. We'll see. Let's, what's the state? October something? 15th. 15th. Oh, yeah. I know it's nine months today. Yeah. October 15th, 2020. By this time, October 15th, 2030. America, gone. <laughs> That's not a threat, by the way, if the FBI is listening. <laughs> It's just a prediction. I have nothing, well, nothing against America as a country, I guess. We have a lot of issues, but I'm not, I don't think that's the answer. Yeah, I I like it. I like having freedom. (laughs) I like Papa John's and fireworks. All right, all right, this is almost an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah needs something to do. I'm just keep, we're just keeping her company now. I have to message her back on Instagram. Well, that's your problem, not mine. I'm going to keep talking to her. <laughs> I got doctor too. What else is American? French fries. I already mentioned pizza. No. It's no. American. No. McDonald's is going to be part of that America that okay. dies well, that in 10 sense, years. But We're still going to have Papa John's. <laughs> still going to have French fries. Well, they're going to die because of little Caesars. <laughs> I did not. And McDonald's. I did not die. Nope. Not I yet. Did not poop out my insides after eating that little Caesars. Although I did have a panic attack last night. Oh, yeah. That could have been. Was, you ate little, little Caesars, Caesars like three days ago. Well, it's slow burn. <laughs> 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 it's been in there a while. <laughs> um, Alright, it's nine thirty. This is why I'm being so loopy. It's late. I gotta go to bed. I gotta get up at four in the morning. Let's go. Alright. I don't know how to sign off of this one either. I'm supposed to pray. Oh, yeah. Amy's praying now. All right. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> okay. Uh, dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for just this opportunity to still be able to reach out to Hannah while she's uh, recovering and Lord again. 
I just lift her up um, and pray that you'll just be with her during this. Um, allow it to come to a smooth healing and everything. Um, I know it's been rough. Lord, we just pray that I just continue to just be with her and Uh, Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity to um, get into your word um, and with friends. Um, Lord, it is such a blessing to have your word, um, and we thank you for that. And Lord, I pray that just as we keep diving deeper into it, um, that you will just reveal um, more of yourself to us. And that's about it. It's in your name. Amen. That's how I pray. That's about it. Did we pray on the Mature Parenting Podcast? Probably not. We got, I'm the worst at praying. Like, that is the one part of my spiritual walk that I suck at the most. <laughs> I try, but half the time I like get three seconds in and then I'm thinking about the episode of the Adams Family. <laughs> Let me just say, for the record, the old Morticia in the original Adams Family, so much more attractive than the new Morticia. She's just got like a girlish face almost. Well, it's, yeah, I showed you that actor, actress, who is yeah, Morticia. Just... I don't know her name. She's one of the witches in the new movie that's, or not the new movie. Oh, yeah, 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 the new Morticia. And she's a stepmother yeah, yeah. in Ever After. Is she? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I only watched that one time and I'm not enthralled with it. I'm sorry. It's fine. Anyways. Anyways. Good night. Good night, Hannah. Rest well. Well, I don't Sleep know well. when you're listening to this, but. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. <laughs> good evening. Good eye. Good, good lunch. Good eye. Good eye, Mike. <laughs> Crikey, what a shayla. I'm going to get my. I hope you do recover because I need your help with cutting out cardboard leaves and koalas and maybe a kangaroo and making a snake. Just make the snake first. That's what we need. Leave the kangaroo for last. But if you're feeling better, let me know. You're going to have a girl's day just cutting out cardboard. i got to bring that cardboard home, by the way. Okay. (laughs) Ha <laughs>